0: Hey friends, welcome back to the No Wrong Turns podcast with Audrey Hickman-Hunter. I'm Audrey and I'm your host and I'm so happy that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Every other Tuesday, we have an awesome guest that comes in and chats about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman-Hunter and your podcast player so you guys will never miss an episode. Hey friends! Happy Tuesday! How are you all doing? This week is a big celebration week for my family, so I wanted to give a few birthday shout-outs. For the first one is to my little brother John, who turned 29 the week that this podcast comes out. Happy birthday, John! And the second one is a big happy birthday to my little cousin Olivia, who we just got to celebrate this past weekend with a little double ear piercing at good old Claire's, some ice skating, so I just wanted to give a big happy birthday shout-out to both John and Olivia. Happy birthday! Friends, if you are interested in being in a small group setting for some listening, discussion, and action work, with the main focus being on racial injustice and racial reconciliation, I would invite you to consider joining my book club. Our March book selection is Anti-Racist Ally, An Introduction to Activism and Action by Sophie Williams. If you are interested in joining the conversation, our next book club meeting will be on Tuesday, March 16th at 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. DM us on our social medias at No Wrong Turns Pot or email us at no Wrong turns pot at gmail.com for more details. Listeners, welcome to our 33rd episode. Today on the podcast, we have a musical trio of sisters: Brittany, Mariah, and Sierra. These ladies share their passion for creating music together through their band, Harmony Roads. These sisters will share how they have always been dabbling in music and how it has become a more formal passion, along with how their lives have changed and different seasons have come and allow them to pause and pursue other passions. This is the first time that we've had a trio come on and share their story and their passions on the podcast. So because of this, we'll be splitting this episode up into a two-parter. This week, we'll hear the first half of their story on how the sisters grew up and on how their collective passion of music grew together and what life looked for them growing up and developing their passions as individuals. Then next week, we'll hear episode 34, which will be the part two for for this interview, and you will hear about what the collective passion for music and what their band looks like for them as adults today, as well as diving into some lessons and areas of things that they have learned from. You are for sure going to want to lean in and not miss hearing Brittany, Mariah, and Sierra's story as they highlight their passions of being musicians, having a family ministry, and becoming authors and podcasters. No matter if this is your story and you can relate to them or not, I believe that there is something in this episode for you. All right, here is my conversation with Brittany, Mariah, and Sierra of Harmony Roads. Welcome to the No Wrong Turns podcast. Today on the podcast is our first trio of people. I skipped over just having two and we have three guests. They are sisters and I'll let them introduce themselves to you all.
1: Hi, we're Harmony Rhodes, three sisters, Brittany, which is my older sister, Mariah, myself, I'm the middle, and Sierra Turner, she's the youngest. And thank you so much for having us. Yeah.
0: Thanks for being on the podcast. Can you you tell the podcast listeners like a little bit about yourselves, maybe where you guys are from, any fun facts that you want to share with us so we can get to know you a little bit?
1: Absolutely. So originally we are from the Eastern shore of Maryland. So East coast right now we are in Texas, big change. And there's a, there's a lot that had gone into that and we'll get into that. But, um, so we originated East coast and, what Harmony Roads is, uh, we're a music ministry. We are. You can find a book. We're published. We have a podcast. Pretty much, all kinds of artistic, creative catalog. That, that, that's us. Um, but there's been a lot of changes along the way before we got to where we are now.
2: We've been yeah together for over 15 years as a band, but, but forever as, as, as a family.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, when did you start singing? And so, we're like, well uh, when we were walking.
2: (laughs) So there's a lot,
1: there's a lot of life changes that have happened, uh, through each of our lives and within our passion of music. And this passion is summed up in our family ministry, which is Harmony Harmony Groves.
0: Awesome. Well, that's a big change, like locations and all of that. So I'm excited to hear more about your story. So you guys grew up in, you said, in Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Um, and can you tell us a little bit, bit about what life was like um, growing up for all three of you? Yeah.
1: So we we pretty much say we're from Maryland because we moved there in 2000. So that would have been when I was 10, Brittany was 12, Sierra was eight, that was six. No, well, and 2000 is... I, I was five.
2: Yeah. You were. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, but we, we always touch back to Maryland being home because I feel like that's where a lot of our memories are. When we first moved to Maryland, we lived on a houseboat. Wow. And on an island, on an island. And it's very interesting. Whenever we would tell people we're from an island, they're like, oh, it's how a tropical. tropical. <laughs> no, no we we're talking mid-Atlantic. Yeah, it, was no. very, it was very cold. And, so um,
0: I got to ask, uh, yeah. how did you guys end up living on an island? Like, what did your parents do for? Yeah.
1: So it was, ugh, how, how big was our island? 16, miles? I thought it 16 was miles. 16 miles? 16 miles. 16 miles. Okay, so when you are driving in Maryland, and one of the big iconic features is the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Okay. On the western side Across is the Annapolis. Uh, Annapolis area, and Naval, also Academy. The Naval Academy. As soon as you get off the Bay Bridge, heading eastbound is Kent Island, K-E-N-T Island. And you're on it for maybe five minutes, and then you cross the Narrows, and then you're on the eastern shore of Maryland. It's that fast. It's a blink. It's a little piece of land but it's an island nonetheless. So we tell people we're from an island and they think tropical beachy. It's like, no, it's just this little blink of land
3: within the Chesapeake Bay. And okay. yeah, but so it was a, it was a safe, uh, small town. Yes. Uh, lots and of my dad, uh, our dad worked for American Airlines. He worked at BWI so just Baltimore. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was just a, a safe place outside of the city that he could, you know, raise us and his family was from Maryland um, as well. So he they was, were all he was, the Western shore. He <laughs> just
1: wanted something more quiet for his kids. He grew up Western shore. He knew the area. He knew Baltimore and he worked at the airport there. And he was like, you know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll commit to commuting 40 minutes to an hour every day just so my kids can be in a quiet life. And that's what we did. So we, we grew up in Maryland on, on the Eastern shores is mm-hmm. what it was called uh, within the Chesapeake Bay. It's Kent Island. And uh, the houseboat just happened to be our starting place because before we moved to Maryland, we were in Arizona, which again, a drastic
2: difference. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, and it just so happened that we had had a family boat from our grandfather in Wisconsin that he passed down to us and we had it on a lake in Arizona and it was a houseboat. And so when we moved to Arizona, I mean, moved to Maryland, we took the houseboat with us Uh and that was our, our landing base. It was the first place, our first home that we had, but while we were learning the area, we didn't know where we were going to live. We didn't know where to rent, where to buy. And so we just found a slot in a, uh, in a little marina marina and called it home. And we spent six months, uh, three
2: Shower tour. are we spent a winter there
3: small christmas tree
1: yeah so was, wow and we
2: were all in the same room
1: it was so cute i think um i think what you will find any of your listeners or, or yourself as you get to know our family we're a very unique bunch <laughs> yeah we and like
2: sitting on the same couch
1: we we <laughs> operate fine and we operate well in close quarters we get along and it's very odd because i feel like some families or most families you know, the, the people like their space, understandably. Mm-hmm. I get it, people lead different lives. But we all like to do life together. And yeah, we have our individual families and, and we have our individual likes, dislikes. But ultimately, when we come together, we still function really well. We have moments, but we function very well and we like to get along. And so we started off in a houseboat in Maryland in 2000, spent a very cold Christmas on that houseboat and then we uh, got a little farmhouse in Chester you Maryland. You,
2: we, you didn't emphasize the cold cuz we, had, cold. To like, thought, we had to take a shower. We had to take a shower in the shower house. Do you guys remember? Yes, it? the
1: the showers that were adjacent to the pool, which was
2: the marina. Wow. The, yeah, it was a nice marina and so they had like a shower house, which so was really nice. We would run up
1: there in the snow and shower <laughs> and then run back to our house. It's coat. cold. <laughs> it we so
2: cold.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committing to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better informed health choices. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% or 15% off if you're military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, or nurses. Two of my favorite Kind bars are the peanut butter dark chocolate and the dark chocolate nuts and sea salts I just love the dark chocolate. So you can go to podgo.co Kind. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O backslash K-I-N-D. Kind Bar, creating a kinder, healthier world, one act and one snack at a time. All right, back to Harmony Road's story.
1: So, um, but yes, then we got a farmhouse and we had our neighbor who had goats and chickens. And we lived in this little teeny farmhouse. Still
2: on the same island. Yes. Yes, Brittany, Sierra, and
1: I shared a purple room with a Flintstones fan.
2: It was.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) I don't even remember that. uh, Yeah, (laughs) I remember. And we had an acre. And so we kind of grew up feeling very rural and quiet.
3: And um, yeah. And then we moved into the suburbs eventually. And uh, not even really suburbs. Well, it's a suburb. I'll tell you. Yeah, but small town, I mean, yeah, small island, small town. If and you don't know what you're doing somebody else does. I'll <laughs> tell you, yeah,
2: right, small town. And our world got extremely we moved there we moved there in 2000 and we got into that house in 2001. And I'll, and I'll tell you when our world got very big in Maryland was when 9/11 hit. Mm-hmm. And that's when we kind of discovered that when we sang together Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the sad people all over the nation that were experiencing these, this very, very difficult time, um, took a breath. And, and so we were like, uh, my my father worked for the airport. And, um, and so he, there was troops, you know. Uh, after after yeah after 9 11 when you have the you know the war on and, terror yeah we're on terror and the recovery of the nation um you know troops were being sent out and so my dad saw that the uso um were they were in need of some you know entertainment goodbyes and you know these, these lighter sessions lighter you know just something to make it a little bit easier and so we started um we originally started with the uso
3: we as in Brittany and raya because i was only seven she was seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, so yeah like, was this, you were going there to perform?
1: Yeah, so I think what what Brittany is referencing is kind of our, our big first public event yes. singing mm-hmm. was at Baltimore Washington Airport when... There were several deployments happening and in, December. They, and in December and the USO was specifically putting on an event for those families, putting on an event for those families that were seeing loved ones being deployed and, and they're spending time in the terminal saying their goodbyes. And so there were several different performers on stage just to provide an atmosphere of, uh, you know, of, of cheer mm-hmm. or entertainment and because hope. it was very melancholy situation. Yeah. And so that was an opportunity that we had as sisters and ultimately as a group to really perform and uh, just administer hope to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and but before that, even in our little small town, rural farmland island, <laughs> we, uh, when Brittany was in middle school, we started to explore the idea of singing, performing writing songs what that looked like Mm -hmm. and so with that there were a few very few uh local coffee shops that were around the area or um churches that were around the area that you know would have entertainment come in whether it was for like a youth event coffee coffee shop that's what i said yeah and so that was really kind of our first touch base into, okay, let's stand up here and, and sing something.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Karaoke tracks. Yeah. With karaoke
1: tracks.
2: Outside of school recitals, because we were involved in, in choir, choir and violin. And I, w- you know, I was struggling in second grade. I would not sit down, didn't do my work. And my mom was like, all right, we need to get you diagnosed. And so I was diagnosed with ADHD and, and she put me into um, orchestra. And so i learned the violin and i realized that i was actually i mean i was ADHD also a synesthete i have synesthesia and so um, once i learned music and once i learned what these notes were that i was hearing in my head all the time my my whole demeanor got a lot calmer and so we i had been doing music since first and second grade and so mariah after you know, soon after, took up drums, and then Sierra was tasting this and that, and percussion, and you know, as she got older, choir. She was really, really good at Harmony. just making her uh, her voice an instrument. So she perfected that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So this was all just kind of as you were growing up, just with the opportunities that were kind of just different stuff that you were already a part of, and then also things that you were hearing about to have the chance to kind of like hone in and start like learning how to perform almost.
3: Yes. yes. And Britney and Mariah I mean like Britney said, I I kind of dabbled in many different instruments but didn't really stick to one. It's not too late. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, but Brittany is self taught with piano, Mariah is self-taught with drums. And so they you know they started with that and their vocals and you know eventually when I was old enough, um about when I was twelve years old is when I started singing more with them then we made our harmony a three-part harmony. And I I think what brought us to the
1: point of singing and being a musician and playing an instrument, we always talk about how growing up, mom and dad said, you have to choose an instrument and choose a sport. Yeah, my dad's a jock. And yes, dad's a jock. And so it's not even necessarily like, oh, we always thought that we would have this family band and write songs and do albums but it was more so just part of our upbringing. You're going to be well-rounded. Mm-hmm. So choose an instrument, choose sport. And so by making that choice, even though you know, I would have, I would have chose, I think I tried to choose triangle. Like I really <laughs> did not want to do anything. Um, and, I, and then I tried to follow Brittany's lead and I did violin and I'm like, that's not happening either. But then like, just so by making these small choices, we figured out more so or less what we liked. And Mm. I ended up finding percussion and I explored drums more. And, um, yeah, so it was just more that guidance from our parents that put us on a path that helped us to explore that passion and opportunity.
2: They, they really, I mean, they supported whatever we ended up liking more, they were going to support.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I, that, I think that's really awesome that you guys had such encouraging parents to kind of, Push you and kind of give you some boundaries, but also just like give you the freedom to explore all of those possibilities as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Very blessed.
0: Hey, listeners! Some of you may have heard a big, big part of my story on how and why I started this podcast. During my day job, I get to listen to podcasts all day long. The ones I really enjoy are the ones that encompass someone's story and their passions. Since I am an avid podcast listener, I wanted to start sharing podcasts and podcast episodes that I have really enjoyed and that I think you will enjoy as well. This week, I wanted to share with you a podcast called The Breakdown with Sean King. If you have been listening along in the past few weeks, you may recognize Sean King's name as the author of our last book club book, Make Change. In The Breakdown podcast, sean unpacks the most important stories of injustice racism and corruption but also tell you who's fighting and who and how you can support and join them with practical action steps episodes come out each weekday and are about 10 to 20 minutes in length i will link the podcast details in our show notes for you all all right back to harmony road story Okay, so as you were kind of getting this, I don't know, pattern or kind of musical foundation set sounds like in um, middle school and um, what would, what happened for you guys in when you were kind of in the high school years? I know you're, you know, kind of, you know, stair-stepping years apart, but um, what happened for you all in high school years in terms of your passions and your story?
3: So we should probably start from, from oldest to youngest because your high school is much different than my high school
2: yeah. <laughs> experience. So my high school experience was I was in theater and doing volleyball and you know, working on the band. We, are, we officially started doing more shows here and there in 2004, which was when I was a freshman in high school. And we started building up. We did my senior year of high school was our first album. And that's when, so I was my senior year, I was a senior in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and that's I think we released in two thousand six or two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, so two thousand seven, I graduated high school, and that was when we released our first album, and things kind of took off then. And so that taking off affected their last, her last two years, mm-hmm. and then her the rest of my life, the rest of her life. <laughs> and so um, we had been building, and and so after that first album took off, we were originally, um, our name was Beyond the Veil. Mm -hmm. And so you can find those. um, We have a playlist on our Spotify that you can find that old Beyond the Veil album. Um, And so when that album took off, uh, we started doing, I think we rounded around 75 shows a year. And and so
1: what made this possible also was that the playing field was so huge because we were on the East Coast everything is jam-packed in on the east coast. Delaware, make, Connecticut, You can New make York. it up to New York in one day. Yeah. And then come back in the same day. Mm-hmm.
2: And so there were so many different opportunities. And then dad also worked for the airlines. And so we were under his benefits. Mm-hmm. I was, we were all still under his benefits. And so we were able to travel. He, we had, it. we were gifted, um, an RV from, uh, oh. from our grandmother And they had just, you know, they were like, we're not traveling anymore. And so it was just, it was, we called it the band bus and it was just (laughs) our way of, of moving around that happened in 2007. Uh, I the RV. I mean, I, we spent a lot of time
3: in a you know, really large, large. I think it was 2008 suburban before yeah. the RV. Yeah, yeah so, so there was a.
2: Yeah, so there were many, many vehicles. Plane, well, we're close, close quarters. Yes, as we yeah. said <laughs> Um,
1: but again, what also so that made, <laughs> was my high school experience. Then, yeah, no, yeah, and, and, and touching back to what Brittany was saying, when things took off, what made, I guess, our product per se, our music, our ministry take off, was that you know all of our music is it's all written by Brittany and, and my mom. It's all, oh, wow! it's Together. all original. And, um, so, you know, it's, it's something different. At, and we also didn't belong to any specific label or company.
2: And or so even, we, we weren't even members of a church, really. We, we just, no, we, we went and visited a whole bunch of different We churches. were, I mean, cause we really didn't have time to go to one, a single church. I mean, there were multiple churches that supported us, um, and our endeavors. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, we, so there were no barriers, you know, we,
1: we would sing at any different church on, we had several different churches that would invite us for their Sunday morning worship and whatever denomination they were, we, we praise God and, and it's, and Jesus, and it's really the core of it all. Mm-hmm. And so that was a huge opportunity.
2: And to go back to, um, mom and I, like in, mm-hmm. in our writing process, yeah, we didn't fit in any label or you know no one really we didn't genre. have anybody yeah we didn't really have anybody telling us what to do and so we kind of formulated our songs according to the people that were around us like i said i have synesthesia and so my synesthesia these this this cross um i cro- my sensors are crossed and so the people i would see moving around around me had their own song and so i would i would put it to the piano and my mom would help write lyrics to what i was feeling and so yeah and so there wasn't a, really a genre for that And so it was just really cool to be able to be in the Maryland and the Eastern shore area and be able to write songs according to that, that area, (laughs) according to, you know, these people. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: But moving on to Mariah's. Yeah,
1: no, that's fine. I touched back to Brittany. Yes. So like Brittany said, her diving into everything with her high school experience affected mine and Sierra's. So my high school experience, I, um, I was kind of torn with a lot of stuff. I would like to, I mean, I'm looking back at it. Everything's a blur because I, (laughs) I played soccer with my, I I made varsity my freshman year. So it's like, I was really, I was really into soccer and I did a um, travel team as well at some point. And I was really into my studies. I know I aced my biology final exam, and I'm still,
3: to this day, so proud of that. (laughs) Where Brittany and I are like music
1: and, well, I'm I'm sports and I'm science and, and everything, that's not music really related. Um, and to this day, I kind of regret the fact that my parents had chosen instrument and I chose a percussion. I didn't choose any melodic instrument. And so when I want to sit down and play and express my feelings, like Brittany talks about, all I can do is hit a drum. (laughs) So it's really limiting, but, um, no, I, I worked, uh, my first job was a happy Harry's and it got bought out by Walgreens. So I started off at a drugstore. And I was, so I was working at Happy Harry's in the evening. I was also, so it was school, uh, soccer practice, Happy Harry's, go home at 10 o'clock at night and, and hopefully get your score done. Yeah. Wow. Maybe, sing, maybe sing a couple songs with Brittany, go to bed and start it over again. And it's just, I'm like, <laughs> how did I survive on, the, that? on the
3: weekends is when we were, so you do all that during the week and then on yes, the weekends. Weekends is when we pack up and go. go pack, 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 pack up and, and, go. and go. So... Um, high school was
1: definitely a blur a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I think that my parents are very smart people because here we are writing songs together, writing music together, um, sharing our lives together, uh, sharing our passion for the Lord Mm -hmm. and wanting to take it on the road and get to know other people who are either lost or seeking or who have found hope and get to know their stories at these venues. And so that's, you know, my parents, they took the whole kit and caboodle on the road and said, let's go book some venues and sing some songs every, every, every weekend or every other weekend. And so then I'm like, well, I can't go to any high school parties. And they're like, that's fine. (laughs) So I'd like to think that they knew what they were were, doing. They did know what they were doing. They kept three daughters out of trouble. They did. And it was very smart of them. Well, and, very by, wise. and by
3: scenes, all, meeting all of the different people that we were meeting, especially with me at a really young and impressionable age, you, you learned from other people. Like you, you heard their testimonies and, and you learned about the mistakes that they made and that they regretted. And they said, you know, just don't do that. And I was like, wow, well, everybody in high school is doing it. So I'm not going to do it. Like, you know?
1: <laughs> it was incredible how many people are, um, would just open up and be vulnerable with you just having met you that night. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they felt it's like they could see us again. Well, related, related, related to our, to our music. music. Yeah. Yes.
2: Sierra's yeah. got it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but also the, the opportunity of being in like a traveling family band during high school, man, you got brought out of the bubble. Yeah, high school
3: superlatives. Who's the, the best? And on an island, the clique, yeah. the Mean Girls. High school on an island, yes, and on a very small island where everybody knows your business. <laughs> and if you don't have a driver's license, you can't get you off. Can't get off the <laughs> it's island.
1: <this> experience. <laughs> yeah. Um experience. Yeah, it was very eye-opening because, yeah, like I said, you you're out of the bubble. You are in the rest of the world. You realize how big the world is. It's so much bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. and it's humbling. And I feel like it was one of the best things that could have happened to each of us individually um, to see that it is not about you. And I no. feel like a lot of people miss that nowadays,
2: with even with that. their passions, like our, having a passion that, that we thoroughly enjoy. It is not about you. Like, like we we're we're, we're Christians and we, you know, we believe that the passions that we're given are for giving back to God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just what we believe. And so we, we've we always had even more joy in using our gifts because they we just hold to the fact that it's it's not about us. And, and watching other people enjoy our gifts for themselves is, is just so incredible. But going to see her now. So yes. By the
3: time my high school experience came, I'm six years younger than Brittany and four years younger than Mariah. So what Mariah was saying with the realizing through every weekend or every other weekend, you know, traveling outside of of the island and the middle school and high school. By the time I got to high school, I was really over it. (laughs) I was was really, really over all of it. So I... um, Over high school. Oh, I mean, just yeah, over all of it. (laughs) It's like over the island, over high school, I was ready to do bigger and better things. Um, So...
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs. They prove that you don't need a million serums, eye creams, and all that other stuff to get better skin. Why we love them clean ingredients and effective results with just the simple three step routine that you and even your partner can share. I am so excited to have Roamer Skincare as our sponsor today because in a couple of episodes, we will have Lauren Rome, founder of Roamer Skincare, on to share about her story and her passion for creating a clean and simple skincare line. Right now, Roamer Skincare is offering our listeners 20% off by using the code PASSIONPOD. That is P-A-S-S-I-O-N-P-O-D on their website, romerskincare.com. That is R-O-M-E-R-S-K-I-N-C-A-R-E.com. No stress, no clutter, just happy skin. All right, back to our story with Harmony Rhodes. When I got to high school, I did,
3: uh, I did theater, As well, I did tennis and volleyball for the first year, um, and then I realized I just wanted to do theater the whole time, and I did the musicals and the fall plays, um, and that was my tenth grade year. By eleventh grade, I was like, I'm graduating early, so I decided to graduate a year early from high school. So I graduated literally three days after I turned seventeen, and um, that same year, I packed my bags and. Was like, well, what college should I choose? The one <laughs> across the country. <laughs> so I was like, while well, Brittany, when she started her, when she was finishing her high school her, uh, senior year, we were just starting. By the time I finished my 11th grade, kind of you know high school. Why? By, by the time I finished my high school experience, we were coming to a fork in the road. We were where mm-hmm. all of us had to make decisions yeah. on on how we would either keep this thing going or go off and do our own other passions and so that was a time where and we can dive into it more but it was a time where we just decided to kind of take a break and
2: pursue other things get married we uh, Brittany yes. got married so this was 2000 um 2012 10 was when I got engaged so yeah we'll start we'll we'll restart there so you were still in high school until 2012 Twelve. Twelve. Okay. yeah so 2012 is when I went
3: off to college Uh, I was the only one to attend a college on campus because Brittany and Mariah both did college online Mm -hmm. for the sake of the band, for Mm -hmm. the sake of the ministry, being able to travel and do schoolwork at the same exact time. So I went and I I experienced my freshman year on on a campus uh, until I changed my mind. And I was like, you know what?
2: this is a bubble too. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. She, she, she got to learn that while everybody in her, in her high school class was still in high school. Yeah. yeah so, so that was good.
3: But um, so we all decided to pursue different things. We and, haven't gotten there yet. And that's where we enter into the second part of our story.
0: <laughs> so just to clarify, so um, I guess in Brittany's last year of uh, high school, you all, is that when you started touring then
3: well um, so when yeah when we had our first
2: album come out oh i yeah. guess
0: that was your first album
2: and by 2012 our second album came out so we had a solid from 2007 to 2012 beginning of 2012 we had a solid solid run of just running around weekends weekend every weekend, other weekend and weekend, weekend, weekend yeah just and we did different things
3: we sang for six flags america for fourth of july in front of 15,500
2: people. We sang for, <laughs> she keeps that
3: number. <laughs> I, I would, that's our biggest number. But uh, uh, um, We sang, I mean, and we sang with uh, different artists and Six Flags as well. What did we, where did we that meet was in, Skillet? Well, that was in Ocean, that
2: was, was Ocean City.
3: Yeah, but where, what event was it? that? Winterfest. Was
2: it that wasn't Winterfest. It
3: was,
1: was their Winter Festival for Christian music, but I can't remember what it was called.
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> So we just Angel did Fire no. <laughs> We
3: got oh, we went to uh, we went to New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina did better fit release Oh yeah, concert. so that was in yeah.
2: 2005 so we were we were touring a little bit um, Beforehand. so Katrina hit and mm-hmm. that was in 2000 I think we went out there in 2006 or five and and it was still just a mess down there and uh, we had done awareness and, and a fundraiser there for them
3: we worked with a lot of nonprofit organizations and we also teamed up with the university that Brittany and I were both attending. Came spon- they they sponsored, sponsored us.
2: Because when we graduated high school, well, online campuses, was, that, that was becoming a thing. It wasn't a thing in, I think, 2007,
1: Um, Now 2020
2: is the thing. (laughs) Okay, it wasn't, yeah, (laughs) I know. It wasn't a thing in 2005, but when I graduated and I um, transferred from um, where I was attending in Maryland, I transferred to Beach University in Virginia Beach, they had just opened up an undergraduate program online. And so they were like, hey, we need help kind of spreading the word. Uh, Can we sponsor your band and set up a table while you guys tour? And so we were like, Yeah. And so that's where that came up. So we got sponsored for that and, um, which was great because student loans are awful. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so that was fantastic. A great um, experience. And we got to, um, carry some cool swag <laughs> with the, with the, for the university. We all an, ended up graduating from Regent University too, mm-hmm. which was really cool.
0: Awesome. So you all kind of we're t- together but just at different stages because you're obviously not the same age. So as you were kind of progressing through, you mentioned that you guys took a brief break and then what? I guess if anything happened there that you wanted to highlight and then you said it was a break so I assume you got back together. So if you want to <laughs> just catch us up to there, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, so this is the break that uh, Brittany are you talking about uh, like twenty yeah, like twelve? Yeah, we're twenty twelve. Okay, she's gonna
2: Mariah's no. gonna tackle twenty twelve. So
1: uh after I Brittany, got married. Brittany got married in two thousand eleven. So you're talking about adding a husband to our tour bus. That's not going to happen. And our house. They he's, lived downstairs. He's not He's not <laughs> as comfortable with, with our group, right? So we have to respect that space. So Brittany and Brendan kind of started their life. And not too long after they got married, a month, I got engaged. Wow. <laughs> and To so
2: Brendan, my husband's roommate.
1: To the roommate. So, um, which is great because now to this day, they're like best friends and everybody gets along. But, again, we're talking about yet another direction that I'm mm-hmm. going into now with my, you know, fiance, soon-to-be spouse. Because their careers. And he was uh, living in Tennessee at the time. And so I was thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm moving to Tennessee, and Brittany's here with Brendan, and so. And Sierra's about to go to California. Sierra's going to California for school. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of when we put everything on pause because we're like, okay, there's a lot of life happening right now.
2: Yeah. Well, my dad, his job was um, at the airport. So he did not work at a hub um, for American Airlines. And so that position that he had was going to be outsourced as well. And so he had to make a decision. He's like, we have to move so I can keep this, you know, my job. Mm -hmm. And so he had a bunch of different hubs lined up where he was going to transfer and, and so my parents are moving. The house is going up for sale. I'm married. My husband gets a job um, opportunity in Houston. Mariah is getting married. Sierra's is going to California. And so there was nothing that we could have done to keep us together. No. Like mm-hmm. everything was just, we, we like say, we say that there was like, there's a time for parents to experience empty nesting. What happened to my parents was the, the nest blew up. Our dog died. Yeah. The dog died too. <laughs> the and same year. And this is like our dog was like 16 years. So she passes away two weeks before everything just ends. She's just like, yeah. I'm going to stay so here. And so my parents were just like, oh, like the the fact that they are so strong spiritually and just, you know, their relationship with God is so amazing. Their faith, the fact that that I think 2012 was the reason why they are strong in their faith and they are who they are, because I don't know who could have, I mean, outside of losing a child, uh, I I obviously don't want to, Um, compare that kind of grief but losing um you know just the proximity of being so close to your children just
1: everything you knew everything you knew their whole for 16 years for however many years of of all being together
2: forever just gone together in a matter matter of weeks Mm. and that was our 2012 and it was exciting and it was. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm getting married. It's yeah, very she's exciting. Getting married. And, I'm and, going to college. And my husband and I just <laughs> embarked on Texas, and we were like, it's so different than Maryland. You get, you know, you got a lot more bang for your buck. And and it was just so much. It was like you could breathe. And Sierra's embracing just being, you know, somebody outside of Beyond the Veil or Harmony Roads, you know. So, because that's she all had, I had known. She, yeah, she years. had grown up under out, our shadow. Yeah, you went out to Cali. You got out of the shadow of your sisters. You did your own thing. You said, and so there was okay, a, a <laughs> lot of really, really exciting things that my parents did. Well, even in their pain, supporting us and being happy for us. Mm-hmm. They never turned against us. Never made us feel bad for leaving them. Oh, and always supported our decisions. Always supported well, when I was at our college, decisions as long as they were in the will, you know. Yeah, right, as, as long as we're following the will of God. So
3: when I was at college, I went to APU, Azusa Pacific, um, my freshman year. I, I, I'm sure we'll touch base on this, like what are our other passions, but I have always been passionate about constitutional, um, history, revolutionary history, history in general. And, uh, I wanted to be a constitutional lawyer for a while. So I had, uh, I was doing a double major in government and American history and I had checked off, I remember the day I checked off pre-law as my minor and my dad's like, you go for it. (laughs) I I ended up not doing it, but, uh, but they were always so
0: supportive. Thank you so much for joining us each week to listen to our awesome guests as they come and they chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. I am truly, truly honored that you would choose to download and to listen to these conversations every other week and invite me into your earbuds, your um, your iPhones, your Alexas, your Google Homes, wherever you listen. Thank you so much, friend. I am so grateful for you. Could you please do me a favor? If you're not subscribed to the podcast already, would you please do that in whichever podcast player app that you're listening to us on today? If you are already subscribed, you're ahead of the game. And I thank you so much, friend, for doing that. It truly makes a huge difference. Also, I would love it if you could possibly share the show with a friend. I find about so many different shows through recommendations from friends. Maybe some of you have found out about this show through a friend sharing it with you. Lastly, would you please leave a rating or review over on whichever podcast player app that you're listening to this on? Thank you so, so much. I know these things may seem super small, subscribing, sharing the show, leaving a rating or review, but they truly do make a huge difference in new listeners finding the No Wrong Turns pod. Thank you so much and thank you for being here, for listening, and for cheering on the No Wrong Turns pod. Thanks for subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the show.
2: Yeah, and that's really where we took our careers, too. So we have this passion in music, we have this passion in performance, and Mariah ends up being a meteorologist. Well, yeah,
1: so to kind of, you know, get back to Audrey's question, we took a pause in our, our music, and what really kind of happened was we all started to flourish in our other passion, mm-hmm. whether that's graphic, graphic design, design, history, or meteorology. It all just exploded. It did. When you took us all apart, then we all kind of grew as individuals.
2: Wow. And Mariah uh, got her golden voice, her her podcast her radio voice. Yeah. Her radio <laughs> no, voice. No. I got the graphic design and then Sierra is solid on the facts here when we bring her in. And <laughs> and, and you know, she just knows, you know, she makes sure that anything that we say on the podcast that um that is true. Yes, yes. She's our <laughs> fact checker. The fact checker.
1: Um yeah, but no, it was um it was a blessing in disguise. The pause really created the space that we needed as individuals to find ourselves outside of a group, which mm-hmm. I think is also very healthy. You know, yes, it's a blessing that we all get along well and we do life together well, but also we have, you know, individual identities.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and I think that that created space for that.
2: And we were literally in all different cities and states, like no, none of us were together at mm-hmm. this time. Until 2000. I came back the next year. You and I were in the same state then. We were in the same state. Um, Oh, yeah. And then, so 2014, we changed our name to Harmony Roads. I had already had my daughter. Um, And so we went from Beyond the Veil to Harmony Roads because we knew that we, even though we were playing the same song, Mm -hmm. we were different harmonies. Yeah, it
3: just, we knew that things had changed Mm -hmm. and the name changed just signified um just the yeah just the change in, in us but different season for our family and the evidence that
1: we were all on different roads it, yeah yeah we all have harmony together so yeah. we still yeah, we share a
3: harmony share mm-hmm. life and
1: so that's why we changed our name and then we
2: had new music come out from that but mm-hmm. yeah yes, we we've, we've been doing singles dropping singles since then um, we dropped another album in 2012, and that was heartbreaking um, because we dropped it literally weeks before we all parted. Aww, and how bittersweet! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple songs. Um, there's one, "Help Me Fly," but "Help Me Fly," you could definitely hear in our voices that we were pretty much saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just really sweet. It's my dad's favorite song, <laughs> and uh, and so we released that, and it, it didn't. It never toured. We were never able to tour with it together because shortly after I had my baby and we started all having babies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then we worked our way to, to this year is the first year we're all back in the same city. Wow. So
0: that was eight
3: now. years then apart. Uh-huh. Well, kind of. Yes. Uh,
1: we're working and well. go. We're touch and go. I mean, Brittany, while she was down in Houston, she worked for the Houston, Houston Pregnancy, Pregnancy Center and they uh had a venue at the house of blues where they were doing a kind of a fundraiser and they had uh allowed us to come and sing a few songs and that was a wonderful opportunity and so we had we had little things here and there with dropping them.
2: christmas singles christmas well, singles with,
1: and then um yeah just a, a few different Because really
2: when we were together was around christmas time so we we jump into the holidays. studio yeah the holidays <laughs> we jump into the studio real quick you know record something and then drop it by Christmas because
3: what was what happened is I saw I had gone to college in 2012 and then I decided that I wanted even more Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I wanted I I felt like that was another like I said another bubble um I felt constricted and that I wanted to go out and do more so I decided to move in with my parents again so they got a daughter back Mm uh when I was when I was 18 And uh, so I'm starting my sophomore year of college, and I decided to transfer to Regent University's online program. And I worked uh, full-time as well. I went to school full-time, worked full-time. So we are in Dallas. And I worked full-time for a, uh, as a, uh, it really fell into my lap, the opportunity, but a museum curator for an like a small nonprofit collection at 18 years old at 18 years old Museum I had other record. people I wasn't the primary curator but I was dealing with historical artifacts like George Washington's wallet and all these different very expensive items <laughs> <And> wow <laughs> and that's crazy at 18 signed, years
2: old is it signs from the Titanic too uh,
3: yeah so I'm a big titaniac is what they call them but, uh,
2: <laughs> but um
3: just a plethora of different artifacts just from different um years and it was incredible um so she was in Dallas with my parents and so brittany was in Houston but so we were only 4 hours apart mm-hmm. so i was able to drive especially when she only had one child and I didn't have any children or any commitments. I could just go down for a weekend. We could touch base on music and other yeah. things like that. And then, you know, if we decided to do something, we just needed to somehow bring Mariah in. So, yeah. somehow, <laughs> somehow, some way.
0: Yeah, she's
1: in Ohio. <laughs> I was because, yes, I was in Ohio. I was stuck in Ohio. And, um, but I was in Cincinnati. It was a great city. I loved Cincy. Um, but not only was I proximity very far away, I had a full time job and was working in television, which oh, is wow. non-BC. Not, not helpful for uh, time away, because the news never sleeps. It is constantly
0: on. right here
1: Yes, and so I really could not get away a lot, and especially because I was specifically there for weather, and weather is always, always on. And so uh, time away and time to get away to Texas was really not... Uh, easy to find but on the occasions that I did was when we would get together Mm -hmm. and record some stuff which it did happen on occasion so in, in
2: 2016 January 2016 my husband and I moved to Dallas so but, we were, but to throw a wrench in things in, in December 2015, 2015, I got married to
3: a military officer, right. and he took me away.
2: <laughs> wow! Yeah, so they gained it another. We're missing daughter. each other. We were, yes. it's and like so, we, we, so
0: close but so far. Yes. Yeah,
2: and so he he was amazing, um, just the sweetest, most patient man you will ever meet on this planet.
3: And, which I need, yes. but um, <laughs> we'll give him we'll give him some credit there. But uh, but God was so so wonderful and. When you're a a military spouse he graduated from West Point in 2015 and we got married that same year but when you're a military spouse there's no guarantee where you are going to live and by the grace of God he ends up in a, a field in the military that is just his training is two and a half hours away from Dallas so while he's training to become an officer in the military he's only two and a half hours away and then his first post as a finally a military officer it's also two and a half hours away. The other direction, it at Fort Hood, Texas. Yes. and so and so when they we got married, just
2: two, two and a half when hours we got, away. Yeah, when we got married, <laughs> we moved
3: there down there, two and a half hours away uh, in at Fort Hood, and then we spent three years there. And the last two years, we spent at Fort Sill, which was where he trained. Uh, and we ch- and we wanted that place, and we got it. Uh, you can like put in requests, and so we got it because we knew that. He didn't want to make a career out of the military. He just wanted to do his service. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted Fort Sill for the close proximity so that he could easily transition when he got out, which is what happened this
2: This year. year.
3: And then even when he was deployed, Sierra was so close that she was never alone. Oh, I literally, I, we let go of our rental and I moved back in with my parents again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it was such a blessing because we had her again, because my husband and I, we moved, Um, we moved to Dallas in 2016, Mariah moved to Dallas. We'll we'll get to my story, but you you moved in 2016, 2016. So I was right down the street from my mom Mm -hmm. and, and we, I, we just thrived. I mean, I became a volleyball coach. So there's that passion again, right? So I love coaching. I love, I knew that I was, I knew that I was going to be, um, a a great coach and just a good volleyball player.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And I
2: knew for, for music that I would be a great performer and just a good music teacher. So like sometimes with your passions, you you know, that you're, you have different passions and that you'll be good at something, but you'll be great at other things. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I think that's so good.
2: Yeah. And so having the, the, my, my background in volleyball and just my love for people in general, I was able to meet these girls where they were at and teach them great volleyball as a good player. And so, um, and so that was my first experience in Dallas and I loved it. Texas sports is a little crazy, but you know, you learn along the way. It's kind of (laughs) so crazy, a little much, but we hung in there and we did it. And, and so that was like, that was a strange random time for another passion of my life that had been just gone for so long dormant and then yeah. I got some air yeah and it just came, it literally fell in my lap I thought I had just volunteered to shag I would say shag balls which is just to pick up the volleyballs that are being hit by the players I was like I'll just do that you know if you guys need it and they're like no we need a head coach
0: oh wow
2: yeah and so I you know dad my parents always told us as performers like you're gonna fake it till you make it like you get up there and you do it until until you do it mm-hmm. and they were just really good at instilling mm-hmm. confidence yeah. so I just showed up right <laughs> As long as you say it and do it with confidence, uh-huh.
1: people got to got you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Friends, I am enjoying hearing how Brittany, Mariah, and Sierra grew in their collective passion together and creating their band Harmony Roads, while at the same time being able to pursue their other passions and branch out to test and see how those passions develop. I love how Mariah explained their thoughts about passions when she said, We believe that the passions that we're given are for giving back to God. This idea of how God gives and grows passions in each one of us. And then how those same passions and giftings can be used for God's glory. I just want to remind you all that this is a part one of two with Harmony Roads. Next Tuesday, we'll be dropping part two of the interview that will detail the group's collective passion for music and what their band looks like for them as adults as well as diving into some lessons and areas where they have learned from that they're going to share with us. I hope that you are all encouraged today through Harmony Roads' story and passions. My prayer is that you would consider what God has for you and what he might be leading you to. You can see the show notes for our music credits. All right. I hope you guys enjoy your week. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend. I would truly be honored. And I will see you back here next time for part two with Brittany, Mariah, and Sierra of Harmony Roads. Hey friends, you have just listened to part one of With Harmony Roads on the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman-Hunter. I am Audrey and I'm your host. I am so happy that you guys were here and listening. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing new shows every other Tuesday and we always have on some awesome guests to come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Turns pod with Audrey Hickman-Hunter in your podcast player app so you guys will never miss an episode. See you next time.